Hello everyone and welcome to The Start Life. I'm your host Lisa Leonard and this week was kind of cool because normally you'll hear me talk about Jake um, or Jake Billings and we, he's my training buddy. We ride together all the time um, but what's super cool is he is married to this phenomenal woman Alexis Billings and she is not only such a strong female empowered woman she's very inquisitive I love talking to her because I like every time I talk to her I feel like I learn something more about myself and um and that sounds like kind of really cheesy but she's just she's just so much fun to be around. Um, so this week we, I sat down with her. She has a, a, a program that's actually starring the beginning of February. Um, you can check out her website. It's synergywellnesslv.com. And she is a health coach. She, she does fitness training plans. Um, but also she really kind of adds the the secret key to it all, which is really the the mindset of it all also. So we really kind of get very deep throughout this episode of the podcast talking about um, just, I guess, like the the different beliefs that we may may hold on to and, and how they maybe don't really um, serve us. I'm doing a terrible job of explaining. I will, I'm going to let the podcast get on with, uh, go on and, and I'll let Alexis do her thing, but it was really fun talking to her and I hope you guys really enjoy the podcast. Um, so here she is, Alexis Billings. All right, so I'm sitting here with Alexis Billings. How are you? I'm good. Lisa, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So we are sitting here. We're at Makers and Finders in downtown Summerlin, which is kind of a recently opened place. I think they... Yes. you know when they opened? Recently. <laughs> so we're agreed. They're a recently opened facility. <laughs> but it's really nice, and I've got a lovely uh, lavender-infused latte, and what do you have got going on? I have a turmeric, a turmeric, a coconut turmeric latte without the coconut. Okay. Yeah. It's turmeric latte. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, Alexis, you are from, you have a business called um, Synergy Wellness. Yeah. Um, But I wanted to talk, first of all, about your origin story. So, tell us a little bit about where you're from. Um, Let's start with where you're from. Where'd you grow up? Um, well, I grew up mainly on the East Coast. I was born in California, but moved when I was seven and grew up mainly in Connecticut. Okay. Lived a little bit in Pennsylvania here and there, but um, yeah, in Trumbull, Connecticut. And went to school in Oneonta, New York, upstate New York, and just hung out on the East Coast till, um, till we moved here in 2012. Okay. So, um, and so you went to school out there. What did you do at school? I went to school for child and family studies. And so my original plan, originally I was going to teach family and consumer science because I really feel that we need more education in like how to balance a checkbook. (laughs) Like your basic economic skills. And I, but like home ec was a total dying field. And I like nobody, no school was offering a master's degree in that anymore. And so I was like, okay. So I started to teach preschool and I was like, well, what do I want to do? And so I thought that I wanted to get my master's in marriage and family therapy. Interesting. Yeah. I love, I love relationship classes. Like that's probably one of my favorite classes that I took in college was my marriage class. Um, And so I was going to get my master's in that. And that's actually one of the reasons we moved out here was because UNLV was three times less expensive than (laughs) New York. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So my dad, I came out here to visit my dad in February of 2011 and he's like such a schmoozer and he like loves to persuade you to do shit. he was like, oh, it's so gorgeous, and you're going to love the outdoor lifestyle, and it's so inexpensive. So I came out here, and I was like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, it's great. And we did Red Rock and Valley of Fire. And in June, Jake and I planned our trip out here because I was like, babe, you got to see it. I think you're going to love it. And within three days, he was like, yes, we're moving out here. Wow. So 
that was kind of our our big like lifestyle move. We knew that the East Coast didn't really provide the lifestyle we wanted, and then I was also like, and it's less expensive for me to go to school. Right. Um, so that was the initial initial yeah. reason. Yeah. So were you quite outdoorsy growing up? Like no, out, no, no, no. Jake woke me up to all that. Okay. I'm so glad he did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. No, I I didn't have a lot going for me before. Like okay. I didn't have I I didn't I didn't have hobbies and like a good sense of who I was before. Just like throughout your whole like teenage years. And yeah, stuff, super okay. insecure and like really just didn't have a good sense of myself. Okay. Okay. Do you can you pinpoint now like like what exactly or why that was? I mean. You're very pretty. Like you must have been quite popular. In no, school. my God, no, no. no. <laughs> um, I blame my parents. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them in like a bitter way, but like, yeah. I mean, you do the best job with what you have, right? So like, my mom had, she was like emotionally and mentally abused as a little girl. So like, okay. she had a really insecure childhood. Okay. So she couldn't raise a daughter who was secure in herself, you know. Right. So and then my dad had his battles as well. So, you know, you have like two parents that aren't really stable. Yeah. Raising two kids. They're yeah. not gonna they can't give that to us if they didn't have that for themselves. Right, right. So yeah, it was I think it just kinda stemmed from that. Yeah. So then um so you moved out here in what year? We moved out here in 2012. 2012. Oh yeah, that's the same year as me. Yeah, I think it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. a so, month. Yeah, like six weeks or something different. Yeah, because I was May 9th. We were like the week of April 14th and 20th. Yeah. Like we drove across yeah. that week. Yeah. Okay. So we both moved across here around the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, so when you moved out here, did, were you? Um, was that when you like found yourself and you felt like you were confident and you were? No. No. Okay. No. So when so before we moved out here, I was like, oh, it's a it's a career change because I was thinking. What do I want to do when I'm in school? I don't want to teach preschool, like when I'm in school to get my master's. And I had fallen in love with boot camp class um, in Connecticut, and I was like, well, why don't you just teach fitness? Like, and I, and I remember sitting back, like being like, why didn't I think of that before? That's genius. <laughs> but I'm not, I was like never a fitness person. So I was like, okay, people are going to think I'm crazy. So when I, we moved out here, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start a business in a town where I don't know anyone. Right. And that's not crazy at all. I'm totally going to do it. But my journey and my learning lessons were think, like, let me see how I can say this concisely. I didn't know this at the time. This was a lesson that I learned years later. But I was trying to create something that I had never had. Okay. And I wasn't that person. So before I could actually create a business, I actually needed to become the type of person that can create a business. And For sure. a, a girl who has no self-esteem and no self sense of self, well, that's going to be really hard, right? So, like, right. no, I was not confident when we moved out here. And I didn't want to market. And so Groupon was awesome because I started fitness classes outdoors, and Groupon was how I got people to come. Oh, awesome. And I had a small handful of clients for personal training. But I wasn't doing anything to grow my business because I myself wasn't doing anything to grow. So I wasn't getting uncomfortable. I wasn't marketing. I wasn't stepping outside of myself to evolve. And that ended up leading me to feel um, unfulfilled. Okay. So I would probably say I was happy because happy is kind of surfacy, but I was not fulfilled. Okay. And so I... You know, as humans, when we're feeling lack in our life, we do things that make us feel good quickly, right? right. Instant gratification. And so I... Like pizza. <laughs> like, well, so some people turn to food, but I was in a really unhealthy place in my life. Um, so I was not turning to food because I was kind of... Um, I, was, I had a weird relationship with the scale. I was like weighing myself multiple times a day. 
so I was kind of throwing myself into fitness and exercise and like disconnecting myself from Jake more and more. And so I uh, ended up stepping outside of our relationship emotionally to get that like instant gratification and had like a long distance emotional affair and was just not doing things that were good for me, were good for my mind, were not were good for my relationship. And just like anything else, all that shit's gonna catch up with you. Right. And like at the time, I, you talk about that self gratification. And it's interesting because I was having a conversation with someone the other day that it's so easy when you're like feeling uneasy or feeling unsure about something to latch on to something like this idea or a person or something else that seems exciting and daring and different and but not necessarily actually um productive and then you can jeopardize like your foundation oh my god yeah to to chase something else that that is not going to as you say fulfill you like long term yeah and you just I love that you just said the word foundation because I didn't have a foundation so there's this really great podcaster his name's Tommy Baker and he describes it like you have to when you're building something grand like a business which is what my goal was if you don't have a strong foundation if you have cracks in your foundation the more pressure and the more things you try to put on it you're going to crumble right and so here i am not not really a solid person i'm not like a solid woman i don't have a good sense of self i don't know who i am um i'm like a people pleaser and i'm trying to do this thing it's like not going to happen yeah so so as far as that foundation goes it just crumbled it was like hey the universe like wanted to give me what I wanted because I had the opportunity right like with a very little effort I had the opportunity and then it was like so how are you going to show up right and then I I couldn't show up okay okay because you were out here in this like new environment that was your opportunity yeah oh and the clients I had I mean I did not have to do very much to get these Groupon people to show up right and even my personal training clients so it was kind of like, here you go, go show us what you're yeah. made of. Yeah. And it was like, okay, womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then, so what did you do then? Okay, so so all that stuff caught up, and like, Jake and I broke up, you know that story, yeah. you know? So we took some time, which was honestly as painful as that was for both of us. It was really one of the best things, I think, that happened for us. Because we were together for seven years, and yeah. sometimes you, you can lose yourself. Yeah. And... So it was just really, it was a good experience in the big picture. It didn't feel good at the time, obviously. So we got back together and it was kind of like, we got back together because I had that epiphany. Like I call that time of my life, my quarter life crisis turned spiritual awakening. Okay. Because that woke me the fuck up. Like that was like... Uh, I was at my sister's and I just had that like oh my god I know what I need to do like I know who I need to become I I totally get it yeah and then there's like your epiphany and then there's you get it but then there's all the action you have to take now to like do it right and well I didn't know how many years that was gonna take but that ended up taking me like four years to, to like put myself back together and kind of heal yep. and then like build that stronger foundation yep. so we so when we got back together it was very much like okay I've got to start all over again so we moved to Summerlin and I just started like one step at a time like I need to get out and meet people okay yep. I need to get a part time job okay and then I kind of thought I was ahead so I was like okay I'm going to start my business again and it's going to be called Synergy Wellness but I still wasn't that girl like I still wasn't a business owner I had comparison syndrome I was super insecure I was just like I still just wasn't ready okay so I did it for maybe a year year and a half and um and then this amazing corporate job, uh, health coaching from home came up, and that was that gave me what that gave me what I needed. Like so, I I was really put to the test to practice all of these things that I was learning 
um, not just like career-wise, like about health coaching and about fitness, but just my sense of self. Right. And like having confidence that like, right. I know who I am, right. I know what I'm talking about, I, right. I would be so good at what I do. Right. And that's when like everything really started to kind of mend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I would honestly say I, I remember like every anniversary that I had my little epiphany, I always acknowledge it. I'm like, oh my god, four years ago today, this is where I was, three, you know. And yeah. So it took about four years for for me to like re uh, remake myself. If that doesn't, I know that's kind of cheesy, but I mean that's what happened. Like I had to toss out the shit that didn't work. Like right. oh. That, these qualities don't work for me anymore. Right. If I want to achieve this, if I want to become this and I want to achieve this, I actually have to change as a person to right. become that. So then, that's that's incredible as well, the, the insight and um, passion to work towards that. And I guess, I guess all of us, like can take something from that as well but but what's your why like because as you said there was a lot of work and there was a lot of there was a long time you had to throw away all these like deep-rooted like beliefs or, or um, habits about how you normally would address things and that's all really difficult so then so what was your why like what was it that kept you going even when it was tough like yeah. when when it got really difficult or it just seemed like things were going really slowly because that's the time I think that it's easy to drop back into old habits or bad routines and things like that. So how did you overcome that? Um, I think that I understood that that's where fulfillment comes from. Okay. I, like, I... I don't think I'm naturally a surfacey person, and I just didn't want to live on the surface. I wanted to like, I wanted to just evolve. Like I think that that's just not. I, when you said passion, like I got passionate. I think that self development and self growth is like a passion of mine. I think that I love. I love talking about that with people. I love working with my clients on that type of stuff. And. On the other side of that, you get a lot of light. Like, light is anything like happiness, fulfillment, joy, evolution. Like, you just get a lot out of that. And I think that if you know that, if you can, like, be certain that it's going to be worth the effort, um, then you'll just keep doing it. And you can really use that philosophy in anything that you do. Like... It's the same kind of thing if you're working in a marriage, if your marriage is on the rocks and you know you and your spouse are going to therapy and whatever, you got to do the work on yourself to show up in your marriage and on the other side is a successful fulfilling marriage. Right. right. So I think this philosophy is true in in whatever you do. I just I applied it to who I needed to be in my business. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you meant when you were like, what's your why? Yeah, like, what's your why? And Yeah. I think it's... like So you you, t- you talk about, like, helping clients find... Finding that... Or seeing kind of, I guess, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. Do you think it's always easy, though, to no. to figure that out? Like, how, how do you go about, like, starting to figure out, you know, like, how to help other people find their why? You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like... I feel like more and more, especially in like um, this generation of like millennials as well, like there seems to be, there's a lot of us like wandering around, like not really sure where we fit in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's a lot, you know, like social media like emulates this uh, pers- or persona or... Um, it kind of makes us think that everyone else has their shit put together. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we have like, we follow these people who really look like they've got it together. They have all this success and happiness. And and although like, you know, you know it's it's social media. You, you don't know like what's on the other side. But it's something difficult to like really accept that at times when you're like, well, who am I? And where do I fit in all this? And I don't know um, how to, how do I get that kind of success? And then, and then you can almost feel like a failure because you don't have that level of um, fulfillment or purpose, I guess. I guess it's like finding that purpose. So how, how do you like, 
kind of even start with that? Or, or is it kind of like once you get the client, you know they're already halfway there to recognizing that they need something and then you kind of tap into that? Or how does it work? So are you talking about... What are you talking about with social media? Like, if a client is comparing themselves to somebody on social media? No, I guess just like when you know when people when people decide they need to make a change. Yeah. I think I think it's easy, not easy always, but it's definitely easier to know that you need to make a change. Yeah. But sometimes it's difficult to figure out why. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I know I'm not happy. I know. Or I know that I'm I'm in a I'm like struggling to find passion and fulfillment in my job or my relationship and I know I need to make a change but I don't know how to do that and I don't know where I need to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that the first thing you have to be willing to do is like not be afraid to find out. Because okay. a lot of people and this is funny that you're we're going in this direction a little bit, but um, I was just having a conversation with my girlfriend last night about how people don't want to question their reality. Like, people don't, people, if I were to ask somebody, are you really happy? People would probably be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like th because that's a scary thing to think about. Like, right. am I really fucking happy? Right. And are you really fulfilled? And so you have to be willing to ask yourself that. Yeah. Because if you, I mean, first of all, the first thing is, if you if you know you want to make a change, that's great. Right. That's wonderful. Um, and then you just have to start to ask yourself, well, like, well, where? Like, where in my life do I feel lack? Okay. And that's where you want to start from. Okay. Where? And so I remember. I, I remember when it, I got the sign that it was time for me to start Synergy Wellness again. I was working from home in that corporate job as a health coach, and I was standing in the backyard, and it was July, and the sun was out, and it was a gorgeous Vegas day, and I was crying, and I was so sad, and I just kept trying to practice gratitude. Like, you have your health, you live in Vegas, you get to work from home, right. and then it was just like day after day, I was just sad. And I was taught in my journey to like rebuild myself, I was taught to, to know that feelings are not bad or good, feelings are just messages. They're just letting you know that you either need to make a change or hey, things are pretty awesome. Right. And so I was just like, okay, I'm feeling sad, so this means something in my life needs to change. And it was like this fucking job. Like, <laughs> I hate corporate. <laughs> I'm just not designed for corporate. Okay. So I was like, all right, all right, I'm going to leave. In a year, I'm going to leave. And so I just like, I put my plan together and it was, so it's that kind of thing where you, you got to just be in, you got to be afraid, you, to, you, let me try to say this again. You can't be afraid to go deep. Right. You can't be afraid to ask yourself the questions that might make you feel like you're Even though it's terrifying. Yes, that might make you feel like you're questioning your life. Because, yeah. like, that, I mean, I don't know. I think that shit is fun. Like, it's scary, but it's fun because it allows for you to have all these other options. Right. I think people really live their life like there's rules. Like, like there's laws. Yeah. But there's no rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you don't need to... That, so, when we lived back east, I felt like I was living my life by checking things off a box. Okay. And it sucked. In regards to just, like, life achievements? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, okay, we graduated college. Check. Okay, I got a job. Check. Okay, we got our first apartment. Check. Okay, we lost a job. Check. Okay, now we have to relocate. And, you know, it's just like, yeah. we don't, we were like, this shit sucks. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I think that, yeah, like, if we didn't move, I don't think that any of this stuff that happened would have, like, I don't, we would have never broken up. Yeah. I would not be this fulfilled. Yeah. I don't think Jake or I would be this grounded in who yeah. we are. Like, you have to, you have to be willing to take the massive risk like that. For sure. And you have to be willing to fall and feel sad and right. feel scared yeah. and not label those things as bad things because right. they're not bad. Right. I think that, um, just want to make sure we're still recording. <laughs> um, 100%. And I think that, so when I was, I, 
I twice, I think, have had, like, a breakup in a relationship where... I really didn't want it to break up because like you're happy or or like you really like love that person but you know that it's a bad relationship or you know that things have to change and sometimes like you have to step away from it to to get that perspective and to work on things and and the first time I really felt confident to it was like after like a, a long I was in a I was a long-term relationship and I had just like I reached my like tether and I was like I have to I have to really stand up for myself and put myself first, even though I might risk losing that person and losing that this relationship. If they're worth it, then it's gonna be it's gonna be worth making this sacrifice. Because I was so unfulfilled in so many other areas, and I was sad, and I had no self worth, and I felt that like I was just this housewife I guess like and I was like a, in school still like it was a really it was a bad place to be in and stuff and I ended up you know I took that risk and it didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out because um, that person ended up very quickly getting into another relationship and they moved on and and it took me so long to get over because I was like kind of surprised because they had said all these things like I want to make this work or anyway we're going like way way back now um, but like I was very surprised and I think that um, and I think so many other things you can like make calculated risks and accept the outcome because you kind of like have an idea where am I go except for when you get to relationships and stuff because you cannot control what how the other person will act and yeah and so with um, with Ben and I, we also we got to a point like kind of early on in our relationship where you know we had different views on a couple of things, and I knew that we were coming to a place where we were going to have to make that like that difficult decision. Like you know, if we couldn't agree on this thing, then we were going to have to take that risk and kind of call it a day. And then if we were able to resolve that, then we would get back together. But if we couldn't, then that was just even though like you hate it and you don't want to lose that person but you have to like put yourself and your needs and your fulfillment and that first that purpose first and it worked out this time and so I you know we, we broke up for a few months and then after a few months we were able to you know reconnect and then and really like look at the things that like were not serving us before and realize that we were still we could compromise and work together and we it's the best thing that ever happened to us you know but I think that um but I remember having that same feeling of just being terrified to address that, you know, because of this terrible experience that happened before. Even though that relationship was not healthy, it did, there were so many negative parts of it, but, you know, but I felt that, like, that was so much a part of me that it's, it's difficult to then to put yourself out there and put that risk and, and do it again. Yeah. yeah, and I think, you know what, also, like, I think that... Um, I think it's also topical right now and the um, in the news and things that's going on. We're taking such a tangent here. <laughs> but um, I think it's very topical because of all the things that we're coming at, like hearing about now with um, sexual abuse and sexual harassment. And I think like um, this is something that's like I feel really passionate about and I, and I find it really difficult that... Um, like people in that situation are very fearful of coming forward and I think that that's a huge part of it is like this risk like there's so much to lose by serving yourself that's but but you gain yourself back from from like from taking that risk so for example like um, this week you know uh, Larry Nasser was convicted and has been sent to jail for like 175 years which is great he like there was 156 women that came forward with their own testimonies and like reading some of them just like just made me sob and made me sick to my core but like some of those women came forward only to be shot down or dismissed or their claims to kind of be brushed aside because there was like a bigger thing like the olympics you know like the olympic team all this kind of stuff and um and I think that that, like, societally, it's it's really good that we have this Me Too narrative because I think societally, like, that needs to change. That we don't feel that, like, 
um, feel scared or pressured to stay in situations which are not serving us. Right. And I think that that's like difficult to find that that strength. And I think that you know people like you are really empowering to do that. And I think it's important for us to to be standing up and, and yeah. speaking that message. But it's, it's difficult. Yeah. You know, but. In taking care of yourself and and doing what you need to do for you, yes, it ha- it could have selfish selfish aspects to it. But um, the way that I see it is that you're doing something for other people as well. So when you're when you're doing what you need to, okay. So if you're if I I forgot the words that you just used, but with me too, it would be like yeah, you're now also supporting other women when you do that. When you are taking care of yourself in your relationship, mm-hmm. you're now able to show up for other people in your life better because you're happy. Right. So it's. I mean, I don't know if. I don't know if I would label that as like a selfish thing. Like you got to do what you got to do, and in the end, when you take care of yourself first, right, you can give to others so much better. Yeah. So it's. It is. It is yeah. a really. I mean, it's super vulnerable, but I think that that's. I mean. That's what connects us. Right, right. So let's get a little bit back on track. I'm, I apologize for that. <laughs> you That's, went deep. There. I know, I went really deep. So let's talk about then. So you, but you start back up with Synergy Wellness LV, which is your yeah. business now. Yeah. And you have. Um, you have a new project that's starting soon called Evolve Into Awesomeness. Yeah. So talk to us about that. Tell us what it's about and how can we evolve into awesomeness, I guess. Okay. Oh, I love that question. Okay. So let me just start with what Evolve, in, like, what evolve Into Awesomeness is. Not the program, but the concept of it, okay? okay? So because I'll work with clients and just a couple people have been like, yeah, so I'm like, you know, um, evolving into even more awesomeness. Okay. <laughs> and it's evolve into awesomeness is not this idea that you're not already awesome. Right. Okay. You're fucking awesome, right? So, <laughs> but evolve into awesomeness is like a it's a way to live your life. It's a state of being. It's 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 like a mentality type of thing where it, to put it to put it um, in short it's like a growth mindset. Okay. So we're here to grow and evolve as humans, right? Like, I feel like if we leave the earth the exact same as we came in, like, what did you really do? Like, right. how did you really grow and evolve? How did you impact people's lives? Like, we're really here to be, like, challenged and to grow and to, like, evolve. Right. And um, so I think when we live our life that way, on a daily basis, that's what evolving into awesomeness is. But it looks different for everybody. So I specialize in like lifestyle transformation. Um, and so if you are overweight, you might have some habits that don't serve you, right? And so you might be doing things that are just like instant gratification. And you're maybe ignoring your emotions and so you're turning to food. And so like, really, like, how are you evolving into awesomeness, right? Like, let's get to the root of this. Mm -hmm. So you've got some habits that don't serve you, so you're not really healthy. So if you're not really healthy, how are you showing up in the world? How are you showing up in your relationships? How are you showing up at work? How are you showing up for your kids? Probably not that great. So as you choose to like pull these layers back of yourself and get real and be like, all right, I got to change some shit. Let's go. Let's evolve into awesomeness. That's what it's about. And again, like I said, it'll look different for everyone. So for me, my evolve into awesomeness looked like, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur and I want to start a fitness business. Mm -hmm. And the girl that I am... She's not awesome. She's a victim. She's super insecure. She needs to evolve into awesomeness. Mm -hmm. Um, I also had like a um, sugar addiction and I was an emotional eater. That to me was not as difficult to overcome as my my other stuff. But I do share that story with a lot of my clients too. Um, And then, you know, for some people it's more around weight and lifestyle. So it just looks different for everyone. But that's really the idea of it. And so... Um, when I was living back east, I was teaching preschool, and I, I took my first boot camp class over the summer. We had summers off, and one of the moms, um, she, her son was one of my students, and 
she taught this badass outdoor boot camp class where you like traveled through the town of Rowayton, Connecticut. It was this cute little beach town and you'd start at one side of the beach and then you would do like jogging or jump squats or walking lunges and all these little traveling exercises throughout this tiny town and end wow. up at the other side of the beach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was. And so this is like, I was teaching preschool and again, no hobbies, nothing going for me. So I was just like, okay, like I, you know, I'm addicted to sugar. I'm, I'm puffy. I'm inflamed. I'm bloated. Like I need to get in better shape. And I am so grateful that I did not puke during class <laughs> because I'll tell you, like, I couldn't do anything. Like, I mean, I did it. I stuck with it, but it was like, all right, I can't do this. Like I would walk and then I would do it again. And then, you know, so walking lunges, I had no balance. I didn't know how to do it properly. Squats, all that stuff running. It was like, they got to the beach before me. I'm like walking up five minutes later, like, <laughs> And I went home and, like, napped for two hours. <laughs> but I fell in love with it. And I will never forget um, calling Jacob after one of the classes and just being like, can I just be a stay-at-home mom and take boot camp classes? <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> we don't have any children. Yeah, we're not, we're like, not having kids. No. And, you're not, and you are going to be contributing financially. So. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So... So that so when I decided to to move away from um, marriage and family therapy and do the fitness thing, I, Heather's boot camp was like in my mind. I was like, cool. I totally want to do outdoor boot camp classes because mm -hmm. Vegas is also a great place to do it because we yeah. don't have a winter. Right. We don't have rain and we don't right. have a winter. So right. like, you do your class early enough before it gets too hot and like yeah. you're good to go. Yeah. Um, but um, and so that's really okay. So that's really what it, how it started in Henderson when I was teaching my classes. Um, and just kind of winging it. Like, didn't yeah. have a target, didn't really didn't have a shape to it. It was just fitness classes. And then when um, I started Synergy in 2014 and I was rebuilding, I just had this idea of, like, I want to work with new moms and bride-to-be. And it's like a get-into-your-dress-without-stress or, like, a baby-back thing. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a body-back-after-baby. Something yeah. like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but again, like, I was so scared. Like, I was just, like, again, you know, not knowing who I was. Like, in that right. healing phase. So I just didn't have that confidence to get out and do it. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm just not there. Um, so it didn't really come into play. But I, I was going to call it, like, Evolve into Awesomeness. Because that was already my hashtag yeah. that I was using. And I knew. Like, I knew that's what I was doing. Like, I knew I was evolving. And I knew that I was becoming somebody different. I just wasn't her yet. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I was like, all right, I'm quitting my job when I was working for corporate. So what am I doing? Like, and I was like, I'm just going to start this class. I'm totally ready. I know I'm awesome. People love me. I'm fucking fantastic. And everybody needs to think that about themselves. Like yes. I might sound totally arrogant saying that, <laughs> but that took me 34 years to be able to say that. Like, yeah. I don't feel, yeah. <laughs> I need to say that about myself and people should think that about themselves. Right. Absolutely. I mean, like, when do you ever, like, just stop and be like, I am I'm awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know. I was like, listen, girl, you got confidence. Now's the time. Go, go, go. <laughs> so I quit the job. I launched my beta in the fall, and it was fantastic turnout. I had, um, I was looking for, like, eight people, eight to ten people, and I had five girls sign up, and it was great. It was a wonderful beta group, and... It's still evolving, of course. Like, I'm kind yeah. of... Like, I've already realized I won't do it in the winter next year. Like, okay. I'm... It's launching on February 5th. Okay. And I'm just like, eh, most people won't... First of all, people have a hard time getting up for a 5.30 class. Right. Just your average person does. Yep. And then when you put on top of it that it's cold out, I'm right. like, eh, that's yeah. going to be really tough. Yeah. So, in the future, I'll just do it in the summer and then in the fall. Um, so it was like a great learning experience, but I got some girls. I got some girls ready to go for February 5th. Awesome. So we're going to do it and we're going to just kind of keep it up and see what so happens. So is it like a, so it's a 12 week program, is that right? Mm -hmm. So it starts February 5th. So if people want to sign up, what could they, like, what are they signing up for and what can they expect? Okay. <clears throat> so you would sign up, like, really if you... My story is to get people off of this whole quick fix mindset. Okay. So there's like a gazillion different diets out there, right? And so many cleanses and all these detoxes and it's like, 
you, if you're doing those things to lose weight, I don't agree with that approach because it's not sustainable. You're not right. going to sustain your weight loss. Right. And it's all about transformation yep. and evolution. Like you have to evolve as a person and actually change your habits and you have to change your mindset yes. and your values for you to have that sustainable weight loss, which, which yes, we can call it a sustainable weight loss or we can just call it a healthy lifestyle. Right. You know, yep. which is what I would prefer to call it. Yeah. And so it's really targeting people that are just like, I just want to know what the fuck to do. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to be confused with diets. I don't want to deprive myself on detoxes and cleanses because that shit sucks. Yeah. I just want to know what to do. Right. And the thing is, is like different things work for different people. And so it's not a one-size-fits-all. And diets can be really one-size-fits-all. Yeah. So it's for somebody who just really wants to take their health to a higher level and really commit. Um, and just be patient on the process. Because this is one of those things where, like, it's not an overnight thing. And we are an instant gratification society. So yep. it's 12 weeks. But, you know, you're not going to have a full-blown transformation in 12 weeks. I had one in four years. Like, it's going to take a few years. <laughs> but it's a fantastic launching pad. Like, you're really going to get a fantastic foundation yep. for where health starts. Yeah. Which is food and exercise, but it's all mindset, too. I mean, yeah. that's really the first thing that we dive into is, like... You know, what do you think are the thoughts that don't work for you? And people look at me like, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And then six weeks in, they're like, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, like me comparing my body to my sister is like a thought that doesn't work for me. Right. Or me holding on to the number on the scale, like that doesn't work for me. Or me thinking that I can't have cake doesn't work for me. Like black and white thinking, like, you know, like those are things that are super extreme that don't work for for people. Right. And so really just saying, all right, those are thoughts I have to let go of. That's the mindset that I have to let go of. So now we're ready to let go of that. What are we going to bring in? Like let's bring in something that's a little bit easier for where you're at. Yeah. So that you can sustain this. And then once you're able to sustain that first step, you can go on to the next. And that's what the evolution is. Like, you evolve, but you have to meet yourself where you're at first. Yep. And it's really about, like, trusting the process. And one of my big messages is learning to enjoy this journey because... We are the type of society that just wants to be there already. Right. But, like, where are you rushing off to? Like, you're going to get there and then what? You know? Like, well, then you're just going to wait for... You're going to be like, okay, what's the next thing? It's like, take it easy. Like, enjoy peeling the layers back of yourself. Like, that's a really fun and exciting process. And and enjoy it. You know? Like, have fun with it. So... I talk a lot about that in the program, um, but then it's also it can also be for people who just want to just get healthier and get stronger. You don't really need to come into this program where you need to lose 25 pounds or 50 pounds or do a whole lifestyle transformation. Right. Even if you're like, hey, listen, I just want to tone up and learn how to eat better. Yeah. Cool, like yeah. that's fine too. Yeah. Um, and so it is. It's it's three times a week. The fitness classes are three times a week. Okay. And they're uh, strength training, hit and body weight and then I'm incorporating yoga once every two weeks so every other Friday we uh, I have a yoga instructor coming in her name is Jen Simmons and she's also a masseuse she's awesome I'm very excited about it Um, And then it's going to be bi-weekly one-on-one health coaching. So you get me once uh, every other week. My attention for like 30 minutes. We talk about your goals and set concrete things for you, anything you're struggling with. And then there's group coaching every other week. Awesome. So you're you're getting my support individually. And then you're getting the group as well. Right. Because they're on this journey with you. And right. so what's working for them, they can toss your you know, your way. Yeah. Um, and so that's like the focus time. And then you'll get access to me via text almost 24-7. I mean, I'm, I, create, I create boundaries for myself with my phone. I'm not good at it, but I'm getting better. Um, the awareness is the first thing. So yes. that now I just put it into practice. But yeah, yeah so I, I love, I think one of the things... Um, that I love most about being an entrepreneur and working for myself is the relationships that I build with my clients. Mm-hmm. 
because I can I can be who I really want to be. I don't have to play by somebody else's rules. Right. And so I like the idea that you can, if you need me at seven o'clock at night, you know, you text me or call me, and so yeah. you get that, and then you get access to the secret Facebook group, and it's ongoing. So it, it's even there after the twelve weeks. Okay. So it's this it's this immense amount of support. Yeah. And um, it's pretty amazing. I'm I'm really really proud of this program. I'm really excited about it, and I I know that nothing like this exists in Vegas because there are these challenges, group challenges, but they're like six weeks, eight weeks, mm-hmm. and this is mega personalized. Yeah. Like this is a really hands-on program. So yeah. I am I am really proud of it. Yeah. I think you're really like you're touching on so many different things, and it's also. You're getting the key points because I think that it's easy to go on, um, to be on like a fitness plan or or something like this, these six-week programs and they talk about diet and stuff, but, but I think that key component that's been missing from a lot of different things is the mindfulness and awareness of what else is involved in that. And... Um, and I know the um, the mindfulness is something that we talk a lot about a lot on this podcast and our our, um, our mother podcast fuel talk as well. Um, and it, I don't I it, it's also a topic that is um, becoming more and more researched as well. Yeah. And I I believe it is not a fad. I don't think it's something that is gonna like be here for a couple of years and go away. Mindfulness I, I think is becoming more and more important. Especially Especially in our society with our social media where it's becoming easier and easier to detach yeah like being mindful is becoming more and more important yeah. and like um so i think but the, the fact that you're incorporating that into this program is is that's like for me looking at it, that's like the key the key yeah. point you know yeah um because yeah there's like probably a gazillion diet plans there's a gazillion like six week yeah. to 5k or something like that yeah. and this is not that this is no. a whole holistic thing and the things that I've seen are like big groups of people you know 20 people 30 people are signing up and so you're not going to get personalization you're going right. to get lost in the crowd yeah and um, I think the most I will ever take in this group is 10 people okay and how I, many spaces have you got um, right now I've got seven spots available okay and we're starting next week <laughs> yeah 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 so we, we are. We and this is the first round. This yeah. is like, I don't really count the beta as a, yeah. as like a, a real round because it, they didn't get group coaching. So they yeah. just got one-on-one and they didn't get yoga. So like, this okay. is like the first official yeah. launch. Um, and it's still a baby. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody really knows. It's energy. No. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And that's the thing as well. I think that, um, you know, being mindful of like of what works, what doesn't work, and then how do we evolve? So yeah, even like totally. even the program itself is still evolving. Oh my god! And that's where I'm like, I will never offer this in the winter again. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the girls that did the beta with me are phenomenal women. They're I like how badass they are. They're like, yeah, we're gonna like. So okay. So my original plan was I was not offering fitness classes after evolve. Like, okay, okay we're done December first. See you guys next round. And they were like, no, what are we gonna do? Like. <laughs> And I was like, oh, you, you want me to keep going? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to keep waking up at 4.45. Like, let's go. Yeah. And and it was amazing because it really did give me a purpose. Like, being, I'm so glad I continued these classes, even if it's dark, even if it's cold, because these women showed right. up. These women right. are bad ass. Right. And they're ready. They're like, let's yeah. go. Bring it on. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I see that most people don't want to fight the time, how early and how cold it is. Yeah. Um, but most people will wake up early to get yeah. a really badass workout, start the day yeah. on an endorphin high, yeah. have your workout done and yeah. out of the way. Nothing's going to get in your way now. Yep. Um, but yeah, now, now you just have one less battle once right. we start doing this in the summer. Right. Right. <laughs> I think that that's, that's one thing I've like struggled with sometimes with like organizing rides and weekly stuff, but I'm always, um, encouraged by the Las Vegas runners group. They, they have a Wednesday morning, um, run group that starts, they used to start at 5.30, they now start at 5am. And it's in, I think, I'm not sure exactly if they're still at UNLV track, but they did this track workout. And, you know, initially they started off and it was just a handful of people, but if you go along to that, like, 
week in, week out, they will have like at least like 20 people. And there's people that will walk the track, there's people that will be running, there's like elite runners, there's beginner runners. And I think, and it's just have like knowing that it is possible um, to create that and have that commitment, like just kind of keeps you going because just things just take time. Yeah. And I think more so in this town than anywhere else, <laughs> where like we definitely yeah. have like a an issue with that commitment. It seems yeah, sometimes definitely an issue. The New Yorker in me is like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> why are people so flaky? But it's it's not. It's just it is. Yeah. It's the nature of the town. I think. And yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's one of the wonderful things about Las Vegas that it's this transient town that has, like, these incredible people that maybe are coming and going. But we also have this, like, incredible community. And I think, I think it's important for us to pull together that community and really, like, show show ourselves like everyone who is living here that it's that okay like it's huge but small it's huge but small and it doesn't have to be transient you don't have to feel like it's fleeting like you can you can um you can get a sense of community here in this town so um oh shoot what was i gonna say going back to oh no what were we i had i had something that i wanted to build off of what we were just saying oh okay with the with the whole thing of it taking time yes okay so let's say let's say that i didn't evolve okay and i had the old mindset that like most people are like i just want to be there already right yeah well if i had that mindset with my business i i would feel like shit right now starting evolve and being like oh no this many people signed up when it's like girl this takes time like anybody's evolution takes time so whether your evolution is on yourself like rebuilding yourself after a quarter life crisis turn spiritual awakening whether your evolution is building a business whether your evolution is losing weight and transforming your lifestyle like that shit takes time and so that's why it's so important to enjoy the process and if I if I which I think the best way to enjoy the process is to live in gratitude. Yeah. So, like, you just got to hold on to every little win and every little thing you can be grateful for. Like, yeah. these three ladies I've got, I love them. Like, I wouldn't be here without them. Yeah. So, it's like, thank you so much, yeah. you know? And, like, yeah. waking up when it's still dark out and it's cold, like, I could choose to be like, this sucks. Yeah. But I'm like, I got purpose. Yeah. Like, I got bitches waiting for me at the park like this is awesome yeah so I think that when you live in gratitude you learn how to enjoy the journey and when you can learn how to enjoy the journey it doesn't really matter how long it's going to take for you to get to that end result dang boom mic drop (laughs) so I'm just like in awe of everything you like everything you say you're so like eloquent and very purposeful and I I could just talk with you all day long but I definitely want to talk to you about Wonder Woman, the movie. Yeah, let's Because <laughs> I feel like that's also been, I don't know if that's, like, as a, obviously, like, I would say that, you know, me and Jake, your husband, ride together all the time. Yeah. So, so we talk more, and so I see more of you from, like, social media and different posts and stuff like that. We don't hang out all the time. Yeah. But I have noticed that that's been, like, I feel like that's been part of your empowerment and strength recently is like yes we can all be badass bitches and this and that like how do you feel do you feel that movie like sparked something in you or what do you feel has been like how has that impacted you okay well so first of all and maybe I'm totally out of turn you're not like first of all I think Wonder Woman was always my favorite superhero even though I never ever watched her ever I just really liked her outfit like I just was like I really like her heart her heart shaped top like I don't know I just really liked it but I was never into like superheroes as a little girl but then when I saw it coming out um, I had heard such wonderful things about it and I had heard that so many women cried and I am not listen I'm all about women's empowerment but I'm not a feminist at all and I mean seriously sometimes I would joke around with Jake that I was born in like the wrong generation because I always wanted to be a stay at home mom (laughs) but I'm so glad I'm not you know like now I understand yeah that I, I that I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing, but that was always my story. So 
I'm like, okay, like a woman leader and, you know, it's Wonder Woman and women are crying and like, I'm a crier, so let's just see what happens. So Jake was like, listen, I want to take you to see Wonder Woman as your launch, as your relaunch into Synergy Wellness. So it was wow. like the same weekend that I quit okay. corporate. It was so thoughtful. And there I am, fucking crying in the theater <laughs> because this woman is amazing. Like the idea, okay, so the movie's kind of cheesy, right? I don't know what you thought of yeah. the movie, but like not a great storyline, like, eh, whatever. But the idea that this woman is so naive and yeah. wants to believe that everybody is so sweet, which yeah. if, if you, I don't know if you get that impression from me today, but that is me. Like, okay. I am a very naive person. <laughs> and um, I think my, you know, my family used to think that that was a bad thing. Okay. Like, I think I can do something. Um, and then the girl I used to be, like, wouldn't be able to do it. But now I'm like, no, I think I can do something, and this is crazy, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right? So the naivety is beautiful, and I've learned to really like that about myself. But she's naive and sweet and wants to believe everybody's good. And then she's, like, a badass. And so she's fighting for, like, love. She's fighting yeah. for, like, love. Yeah. And just everybody loving each other and everybody being their best. And... I like, how can you not agree with that message? I mean, it's Absolutely. super idealistic yeah. and it's super naive, but like, just because it's idealistic and naive doesn't mean you shouldn't still fight for that message. Absolutely. And I think, I think now more than ever where there's so much like hatefulness and yeah. horrible stuff like on like Facebook and things like that, like people's comments and stuff that like, you can call it naivety as well, but like. But then also, like, what is wrong with finding, trying to, like, look for the good in other people and trying to understand, like, where they're coming from and, like, yeah. or questioning their, um, their negative mm -hmm. and that beliefs. Come, well, that doesn't come actions. natural to us, right? No. So, like, I think that's one of those things that certainly didn't come natural to me. Um, sometimes I, I really have to slow down and pause, you know, and get into that space. But I still, regardless, it's a great way to live because everybody is, everybody came from somewhere. Everybody, we were talking about social media before, like nobody's life looks like their social media account. Right. And like, you know, it's like we just have to remember that. And so everybody has their battle. And so if we just meet people with like trying to be as open-minded and trying to not judge them. I mean, we're humans. I think we'll always be fighting that because it right. is in us to not be that way. Um, but I just think it's a great thing to shoot for and I think her message of just like love. Like I can't remember what her last line was at the, of the movie but it was, it was about uh, it was just about entering everything she does with love as yeah. like the end result. Yeah. Um, and I just think that, uh, I think, oh gosh, even going back to what we were talking about before with like all this stuff that's going on and women just being badass bitches. Yeah, like just, mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I love her outfit. Yeah. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another thing as well. Like I, um, you know, not that, like, I would say like I'm... I think the word feminist has become kind of skewed in some in some cases. I think like it's, you know, what does it actually mean? Well, it means that like I I want to empower other women. If it means I want to empower other women, I feel that we have a purpose and a place that is equal to others in the world. And I think that that's that's the message that I would want to encourage. Mm -hmm. But then in the same breath, that doesn't mean that like I want to dress like a fuddy duddy and wear like yeah. a big and not shave my armpits. Yeah. Like, so I think there's, because there's also something to be said for, you know, when, and I don't get to do it often, but like when I like dress up and I put on makeup and I do my hair and I put on a really nice outfit that makes me feel very powerful and, or not even powerful, but I just feel like, I feel feminine and I feel strong and empowered and, and I think that's important as well is like, you know, it doesn't, you're, um, it's dressed up in different ways because it really is like however, whatever makes you feel good, right? Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with it being the outfit that also completes that whole message. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so anyway, yeah. so I've had a blast talking with you. Do you want to talk about anything else before we wrap this up for today? Um, no, I mean, no, no, we 
don't have Will you come back on the podcast? Yes, I will. Okay. I'm so grateful that you had me on, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for taking the time. Yes. So um, check out. So if you go to um, www. I don't think you even need to say that anymore, huh? The www. Is like, I don't know. Sometimes if you don't type that in, Sometimes stuff doesn't, doesn't come out. Right. Yeah. But it is. It's it's synergywellnesslv.com. Yes. And if you if you wanted to just get a taste of like what I'm about, um, you can you can get my mindset training. It's free. Awesome. Um, yeah. You just it'll it'll probably pop up like right when you go onto the website. It should just pop up. But that's really the the best place to get started with like if you can get through that mindset training and understand that like okay this if I choose to work with this girl like this yeah. is what it's all about yep. and then the services are just fitness training and health coaching and yep. the fitness classes so um, but you got to get ready to like evolve yep. you know let go of the shit that doesn't serve you and start adopting things that will support where you want to go yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. okay I don't know about you guys but I'm super pumped up <laughs> wrap up for today so thank you again Alexis and we'll talk to you soon all right thank you Lisa thank you all again for listening uh don't forget to give us a a review or come and subscribe or check us out on all the different social media outlets you can find me on Instagram and and Twitter at uh, this start life and on Facebook at this start life with Lisa Leonard um and then check out our our website fueltalk.co no M on that, just fueltalk.co. Anyway, I'll see you all guys. See you all next week. I'm losing the ability to talk apparently, so I'm going to sign off for now. <laughs> but in the meantime, stay dirty, my friends.